This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. To infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse, nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerdverse is for all you video game nerds out there. I'm Joanna. I need the bag back, Krupnik. And I'm Brian, Joel and Ellie for life, Plofsky. And we could not be happier that you could bail on that weird 1968 talk show about fungus to join us today. Because today in the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian, we are tuning our radios and giving you our thoughts on the premiere episode of The Last of Us on HBO. A little bit of housekeeping. Head to the feed to check out tons of past episodes from us. We talk about all the different planets throughout this thing we call the Nerdverse. MCU, Star Wars, Harry Potter, House of the Dragon, Stranger Things, DC, and more. There are tons of past episodes just sitting there waiting for you on our feed. So please enjoy. And you may ask, how can I keep up with all of this? There's just so much content. One, you're right. And two, <laughs> be sure you're subscribed to the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, and you'll be notified every time a new episode drops. And follow along on all the socials like Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Nerdverse Pod. All right. You know what? Let's just jump right in. There's a lot to talk about today. So let's just jump right into Nerd News. All right. We have a lot of nerd news to get through today. Uh, not a lot, but uh, the first thing is, did you get your Ant-Man tickets? I'd say it's qua- it's quality over quantity of nerd news. Yeah, lots of quality. That's yes. that's absolutely true. So did you get your Ant-Man tickets? Oh, I sure did. And this mm-hmm. was so interesting because – so usually my Regal in Astoria – has a 7 or 710 showing mm-hmm. of all the new releases on the Thursday that they come out before the Friday that they come out everywhere else. Right, right. And we see it in the RPX, and that is that. But this time, the options were like 2 p.m., 6 p.m., and 9 p.m. for RPX. And then there were so many, like every, it looks like every 20 minutes of the 3D for Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, I saw this for Avatar too. So I was like, maybe they're just trying to tell me you should see this in 3D. So despite the fact that it makes my glasses fog up because sometimes I wear a mask when it's really crowded, et cetera, et cetera, Mm -hmm. I'm going to see it in 3D, which is not my favorite, but the timing works. (laughs) Yeah, I had a very similar experience. Yeah. My theater um, only had two – one theater – they have three – excuse me. They have three theaters showing – let, let me let me do this better. There are three <laughs> screens that are showing Ant-Man on that Thursday night. And all are showing Nicole Kidman. Well, of course, because it's AMC, baby. Of course. Um, uh, so we have three screens that are showing Ant-Man. W- only one of those screens is 2D. It's the Dolby Theater, which I could not get tickets to because I was just too slow that day. Really? Yeah. Then the other two theaters, one is Prime and one is Normal, that are 3D. Um, and so I ended up getting 3D tickets, which I agree with you. It's not my favorite. I have to. I wear contacts when oh, I go to the C3D. Oh, you got that 3D. whole thing going on, yeah. Yeah, so I have to do that. But what was interesting is that if you're watching all of the TV spots for Ant-Man, it's, it's really pushing the 3D. 
So I'm wondering uh, if it's one of two things. One, they're trying to, pun intended, they're trying to ride the wave of the way of water uh, where like people are like back into the 3D feeling so they can get like more, make more money that way. Or Mm -hmm. two, you know, maybe during the editing process, the rendering process, they really focused on 3D and they, uh, you know, with all the shrinking and the growing and the quantum realm stuff that they're really leaning into this being like a 3D, you know, uh, CGI experience. Whatever it is, they're obviously just trying to make more money. So uh, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I got to be honest. This thing looks like it takes a lot of it takes place in the quantum realm, which is yeah. all fake. So I'm guessing that 3D will be fun. But um, it you know gets me a little nauseous sometimes. I don't know. It's it's not my it's not my favorite. But I am. I have the tickets. What time are you seeing it? Seven fifteen. Okay, and I'm at like seven. So mm-hmm. we will be experiencing it together, which is exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, to, I'm really excited to go see it. Yeah, I think there's also something exciting about that. It's it's, it's phase five, something yeah. fresh. We're starting from scratch. You know, people are very hot, cold on 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 phase four, and I think that that's fair because a lot of the pro- the the content was hot, cold, and it was more content that we've ever gotten in a much shorter amount of time. I know. So. So it was just like a lot. So I'm looking forward to this this uh, phase having a little bit more focus now that we have learned about all these new characters, all these new plots. A lot of mantles have been passed. I'm really looking forward to what this has to do and uh, with Kang kind of leading the charge on the um, the villain side for sure. That's the other thing is since we know Kang Dynasty is coming – well, I guess I said this last time, but it's just it's exciting because this is relevant. We know it's relevant. Right. And I know it could be a different variant, but like – we know that Kang in some form another form or another does not lose. So I'm I'm right. nervous. I'm excited yeah. and scared. Yeah, totally. I think that's super, super fair. Um all right. What I'll give you the choice. What do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about the Mandalorian season three trailer or the Scream Six trailer that came out today? Oh, well, I didn't see the Scream Six, so why don't you tell me about that first? Oh yeah, so the Scream Six trailer uh, is great. We have the return of Kirby, the Hayden Panettiere character, yes. who we knew was coming back, um, but um, we got to see her in 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 the flesh, video wise. Um, it seems like they're taking uh, advantage of some New York sites, like uh, like a bodega, like a theater of some sort. Um, it seems like the killer in this one, if you've seen the trailer, you see that he kind of has stockpiled a lot of like stab and scream memorabilia from either the movies or the real life killings. Oh, um, whether they're real or not is to be, you know, but it's it all seems like there's like a shrine to the ghost face killers. Um, there were some good like jump scares and funny lines in the trailer and some exciting stuff. And so I'm really excited for this one. I think I've talked about it. I don't remember where I've talked about it, but I'm excited. I'm 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 interested in how they're going to do this without Nev Campbell. I really like the new characters, so I'm excited for that. And uh, you know, every franchise needs to kind of start branching out beyond the original players and, and beyond uh, I the hope original that this one's location. Good. I think that's well, the most exciting thing for me. Oh well, the, the Scream has not always taken place in in Woodsboro. I know, but it's not always – but it's not – it's never been in a major city like this, right? No. Scream 2 is at her college. Right. It's always in uh, like a small town. Yeah-ish. And then Scream 3 was uh, um, in when they're filming the movie. Right. 
Oh, you never but saw But again, Scream the 3. idea that this is coming to New York City is really exciting. Right. Yeah, like, you know, I, I hope it's nothing like Jason Takes Manhattan where, like, it's just awful, pure camp and whatnot. Oh. But I don't – that's not what this series is. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it for sure. Um, yeah, the trailer was really good. I, I'm looking forward to this one. And, and again, Josh was only – real. our friend Josh Segarra was only featured in the same um, – uh, train sequence that yeah. he was featured in the first one. So uh, uh, we'll I cannot see. wait because if he has not tell, told us any spoilers, so no, I don't know he if he's the killer. I don't know if he gets killed. It's very exciting. Yeah, totally. He has. When we did our interview with him, I said like, "Do not." I'm 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 like prefacing this with like, "Do not accidentally spoil anything for yeah. me." We don't like, want to be spoiled. Yeah. So I don't know. I only know as much as the rest of the world knows. Yeah. Um, except for the fact that he had a great time filming it. Yes. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I'm excited for that. That's March 10th. Uh, I'm really excited for that one. And if you want to hear my full review when that comes out, uh, we will be doing a talking horror episode on that for sure. Nice. Um, all right. Let's talk Mando season three. Holy crap. So there was some repeated stuff in this trailer, but then there was a few new bits. There were a few new bits. Um, and on three, on three in the Mandalorian season three trailer, uh-huh. what is the one shot that really stood out for you? And it's one, one word, right? Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Okay, one, one two, two, three. three Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, Jedi. totally. <laughs> like I got chills. Were they multiplying? They were multiplying. <laughs> I mean, I don't like what. And I mean, and what cult we saw? Did we see purple? And green? Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Like, it's not Mace Windu, so I don't know. Listen, people are saying, like, the the thing that people are now saying. I've only watched it once. I, I probably could just screen. I could actually know the colors, but I've only right, seen it once. Sure. So I'm going off my memory. Um, the, uh, the cool thing about that is that people are talking about, like, oh, is that door going to open up to reveal Hayden Christensen? Oh, like shut in up. his massacre of people. Um, you know what I mean? Like in, you know, at the, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, oh, when he's killing everyone. Yeah, oh, it's a flashback. Yeah, it's a flashback to Order 66 to tie in with Grogu's flashback to Order yes. 66. Yes. Um, in, uh, in what's it called? In um, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And so I just think that, that that's a possibility. We might see who saved Grogu um, out of that. Like, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happened. But yeah, what that was that really did stand out to me. All the different armor of the cool Mandalorians throughout Lots the whole thing. Lots of new Mandalorian. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, going to Mandalore obviously is a big thing in this one, which I'm looking forward to. Live action Mandalore. Even if it's decimated, I'm very excited for that. And then, um, you know, Grogu at the end using the force a little bit more uh, with more focus. Oh my God. Less, less uh, fatigue. That was chill, chills number two when he comes out of that cave. Just like, <laughs> so good. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Like, like big time excited for it. I, I mean, it's just we're getting such an incredible uh, amount of riches in Pedro Pascal and the know. Cub. You know this this whole year. I know. So ones with the helmet, ones without. I only see blue and green lightsabers. Okay, I wonder why I I'm looking purple. at it now. Because I mean, it would have had to be mace. It's when the but when the blue moves, I can imagine it having a purple shade to it okay. in terms of the movement. But yeah, it's those two. But I'm 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 very very excited. I also think for that this. the the throne room that Bo is sitting in looks like something I've seen before in Clone Wars, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's the Mandalore throne room that she's sitting in. You know what I mean? Yeah, that maybe it's the one that Darth Maul on. was in, but it yeah. looks a little thin. But yeah, yeah. I'm. 
Oh, I'm excited. I really Me hope too. that it's as good as I imagine. And and of course, Carl Weathers looking like living his best life, like best just happy life. to be here, looking great. Mm-hmm. Just thrilled to be part of a Star Wars show. Like you yeah. can tell. And and something else that interests me about it is one, I, I I think it's you know we've had our fair share of a delicious Andor in a very different oh, type God, of Star Andor. Wars. So I'm excited to get back to this ty- this tone of Star Wars because I know we're getting to Andor. Like I like this like this flip flopping back and forth between like super serious Star Wars and like cameo Star Wars because then we're yeah. also getting Ahsoka, which is going to be my imagine I imagine a little bit of both. Yes. Um, so we'll see. And what a perfect segue because that's the kind of Star Wars you you can't wait to get back to. And what's the kind of Star Wars we're watching right now? The bad, the bad bitch. The bad bitch. Yeah, the bad bitch. Uh, what did you think of Bad Batch uh, season two, episode four? It was it was it was good. It was like that's <laughs> pod racing. It was just a uh, it was a very pod race reminiscent episode. Um, yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that Tick gets some, um, you know, some adulation. I I very much enjoyed um, the hollow chests, and I enjoyed Ben Schwartz as Teo. Yeah, I have to say, the my biggest problem with this episode that was totally fine is why not just make it pod racing? I like, know. like okay. you could put guns on pod racers. Like, yeah, you can. I just. I, I, I'm just like, why not get me excited again with pod racing? Don't, don't get me wrong. The racing they're doing is fine. It was just straight down the middle, like whatever. But yeah. like, I definitely would. Well, I got very excited to see pod racing again and then did not get to see pod racing, which is fine. But I was just like, why not just do pod racing? Yeah. I, th- I think I just, I don't know. I, I'm in this weird place. I just think I have to lower my expectations. I don't know, like with the show and like what yeah, yeah. I'm, how I'm supposed to enjoy it. I, I I don't know if it's just when I'm getting it in, in my year or mm-hmm. after and or, or something or or because we've been starving for, you know, Mando and Ahsoka. But it's just um, it, it's a delight. It's a delight. I, I don't know why I'm let down every week, but I, you know, I, I was just kind of let down again this week. But it's still delightful. Yeah. Some things I did. I, I agree. It's it, it, this week felt like your early um, season one Clone Wars made for yes. kids show, and I understand this is made for kids. Like I'm not pretending that it's not, no. but um, but it's you not know, Paw Patrol. I mean, it's better than that. Right, right, right. First of all, don't you dare Sorry. speak down. No, about that's Paw why I named it because it's also a, a really wonderful show that's yes. highly regarded by like Coco Melon. Um, <laughs> but also, I think that I I lo- oh no, what I was saying is I really liked that they split up the gang. So that we got a little bit more time with certain characters. Um, I, I don't really care that much about Sid, to be totally honest. So I don't care like what's coming down the pipe with Sid's trust. No. But no. like, yeah, that was totally fine. Uh, I had a good time. Like, I know Tech was gonna pull through. Like, none of that was like surprising, <laughs> but it was cute. It was fun. Um, I, I, I don't know. I have nothing more to say than like it was cute. It was fun. I hope these episodes, for my sake, get a little bit less kiddo friendly. Um, but again, I know I'm watching an animated Star Wars show. I'm not blind to the fact that I'm watching an animated Star Wars show. I know. And yet I am blind that I'm watching an animated Star Wars show. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was good. Um, okay, before we get into the main event here, mm. um, what did, did you watch anything fun this week? I sure did. Um, uh, based on a good friend of mine who begged me to watch it. Um, I watched Smile. Who's that friend? Um, 
It's not you. I'll tell you that. It's my friend Wait, Adam. Really? No. Yeah. It's not you. Um. No, my friend tr- Adam. I didn't beg you. We did talk about it here, though. We talked about it, but I couldn't remember. I know you loved Megan, but I I couldn't remember if you actually liked Smile or not. Oh, it was one of my favorite horror movies of 2022. Interesting. Okay, so my qualms. Well, Justin is convinced it's like not a very good movie, and I'm like, well, it was scary, and it was eerie, and and I felt uh you know, off kilter. So it worked and it was great. Mm-hmm. And I thought the performances were fine. I think he just wondered, maybe he thought the story wasn't fleshed out enough. Um, I think it was fine. Uh, let me tell you this. This movie was, this movie scared the shit out of me. Yeah. It's scary. <laughs> it is so scary. I had my, I had my computer up in front and I would just slowly lower it down and like, just, just like look over or I'd l- just look at it from the bottom just so I could see who mm-hmm. was like, because the jump scares, they are cruel. They're relentless. The it's relentless. Yeah. I almost feel like it's illegal to do what they do, where they just <laughs> stick one in there for no reason. Like those cutaways, the like cutaway the to the face with the tongue. When she's talking to the doctor and in her car, and it cuts to the other thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you are actually just trying to give someone a heart attack. Like mm-hmm. you, it almost seems like there should be a like a surgeon's general warning on the beginning of sure. this. Sure, the ring does that. Yeah, and I hate True. the ring. Well, so, yeah, sure. anyway, um, I thought, yeah, I thought it was just, I mean, some of these images are very disturbing. Yeah. And I did hide, I mean, thank you for the heads up with the cat. So I, I hid, mm-hmm. hid, hid, hid for the cat. Um, I was proud of that, at least. I saved myself yeah. from that. But are we assuming that the little boy has it now, by the way? The little boy? I guess he wouldn't have it because he didn't see anything. What there little was a, boy? The his her nephew. Because remember, her nephew was looking at her out the window. But then I realized that she didn't no, actually just do anything. The cop has it now. The cop has it. Oh, I know the cop has it now. Yeah, yeah. Her ex boyfriend. Oh God. Mm-hmm. And and A Train just A Train. What what a what a dick. Yeah, I, I have mixed feelings about A Train in that movie because like he gives up on her because he does he does call the therapist. Yes. Like he does say, this is out of my control. I am going to get you the help that you need. But he also was all, was doing it for her. He was doing it for him because they didn't have a really loving relationship to begin with. Also, arguably, the the the, the therapist scene of importance was probably the scariest one of all the like scary people. Sure, like the, one the where, normal she, people that become scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That was horrifying. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, um, my God. Also, some fun things. If you look at when she's looking at her phone, the pictures that she has of the people in her phone uh, have smile are smiling when she's being like used <gasps> by the smile monster, like like little stuff like that. Oh no! Yeah, um, oh, I think no. this is a very good movie because I think that it's doing interesting things to show burnout. I think it's it's I, I think that there's criticism around the fact. Spoiler alerts here, obviously. Um, we yeah. already ruined it for you if you're <laughs> listening this far, but. And we've had to be talking crypt- cryptically and all over the place, so you may not actually know. But yeah. that's true. That's true. But now, now we'll it's a real spoiler. spoiler. You know, like at the, I, I like that it has to do with trauma and the fact that, like, what I don't like that the movie is possibly saying is that you, um, you can't get over you. No matter what you do or what you try, you can't yes. get past your trauma. Not a great message. No, but also like, too little, too late is also the thing. Like, like. 
You know what I mean? Like at the end, yeah. just by going to the house and facing it doesn't mean that that trauma is gone. Like none of these people did the work potentially to, you know, alleviate uh, their trauma in general. Yeah, um, I guess I just thought that she really did the bravest thing at the end and she didn't sure. win. Yeah, I mean, th- that's that's something that, that rubs me the wrong way a little bit. But I love that it's trying to say something. I love that it's showing uh, something a little bit different than we're used to be seeing. I really like this movie because it's scary and it's trying to say something. Um, uh, um, and uh, there's some really great moments in it, too. Um, okay, so watch that. And then as a buffer, I, I continued my, my journey th- through season three of Emily in Paris, um, which is uh, a delight, but horrible as always. And I think you mean Emily and Paris. Emily and Paris. So do you um, like it? Like, like, tell me about it. I don't watch it. I like it for Paris. I like it for the French because they have a lot of the actors. When when Emily is not there, the the French people speak French to one another, which I think is great. They just put mm. subtitles on because that's mm. realistic. Yeah. There are people that are like, you know, there's like a Scandi guy and like some guy, a woman from Australia. And like, so of course, if they're talking to the French people, the common there's a Greek a, a woman from Greece like they'll speak English yeah, you know sure. to each other but if they're French they're, and they're talking to someone French and Emily's not there and they're not being rude they're talking mm-hmm. French so I love that and I like I actually like the marketing element because she's a she's a market uh, she works in marketing so I actually mm-hmm. like kind of that tie-in but it is definitely what the kids are calling kind of a hate watch like I don't sure I don't think. Lily, Lily Collins is is I, I think there could be anyone to play this role. I don't. I think there's far too much singing from Ashley Park this season. Uh, I think that some of her the outfits are you know people compare it to Sex and City because it's like a Darren Star joint, but mm-hmm. it is the clothes are not as good. It's just mm-hmm. uh, some of it's absolutely ridiculous. But um, no, I watch it because they really do an on location incredible job of showcasing Paris. And that's cool. what I love. Nice. So the vibes. Um, and I make like, the boys are cute and the romance is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, then I watched uh, an old favorite of mine that I've seen a million times, but I figure I'll mention, I'll mention it. Um, All the President's Men. Oh. Just I for freaking fun? just love it. Yeah. I just, it was, it was suggested on my HBO and I was like, man, love this movie. So I watched that and just, it's just so good. It's so good. Yeah. I remember, I think we watched that in high school, like in class. Um, yeah, I mean, when we did Watergate. Um, and, uh, I love that movie that, I mean, I haven't seen that in a long time. It's on HBO uh, Max. You said, yes, watch it. And it's such a great DC movie too. Cause all of those shots are on location. Yeah, Batman's uh, in it, Green Lantern. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I the whole cast of Hamilton at the Kennedy Center. Um, I'm, you know, from DC, so that's it's really like it has like a weird I mean, I wasn't around in the 70s, but nostalgia there. Yeah. The Washington Post, of course, is my home paper. So for sure. And there are a lot of movies that give me a ton of nostalgia that I don't have that I wasn't there for. Like um, oh, for sure. So, like, you, it's funny because, like, you have that. So you're associating, uh, like, the the Washington D.C. metro area, at, like you're con- you're mixing that with like growing up and seeing this movie. So, it, like, has a huge impact on you. Whereas, like, you know, I grew up watching Days and Confused, and I have a tremendous amount of nostalgia for like this like time period of high school and whatnot. But it's like, I wasn't alive and then, you know right. what I mean? Like this came out in 90 something. So like I watched it as a kid and have nostalgia for it, but it's like a weird, weird thing for sure. Yeah. Well, it's definitely environmental. And, and I mean, I was born in the eighties, which, so like there's, 
people running around. I knew my parents watched that movie like when it came out. So, yeah, yeah. You know, there's just yeah, there's just some nostalgia somehow in like the environment. But and God, Robert Redford. I mean, what oh, what a freaking dreamboat mm-hmm. in that era. Yeah. I mean, no shots to Dustin Hoffman, but oh my God, Redford is just in his bag. Yeah, he looks different, so different good. World. Yeah. And my good, our good friend was his name Steve from um, Stephen from uh, Seventh Heaven. Um, Stephen Collins. Yes, I keep forget. I always forget he's in that every time I watch it. And sure. did you ever watch Heidi with Jason Robards? Yeah, I've seen that. Like when he's like grizzled and old. Yeah, and, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I just that's it's so funny because whenever I because that was I saw that before I saw all the prisons. Sure, I was sure. A kid, and so whenever I see I remember that he's in it. I'm like, oh, Heidi's grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, um, what did you watch? Um, I watched There's Something About the Children. There's Something Wrong with the Children. Oh, um, it Jesus came out. That was really, it was, I actually really liked it a lot. Um, <clears throat> that was really fun. Uh, it's weird. It has this weird 80s feel to it, but it's contemporary. It's, it's, I think it's an allegory for, for how children change your life um, and how you can change their lives and like the um, societal – the societal pressure of um, needing to have children versus like maybe you don't want children and the push and pull between like society and that. But it's mm-hmm. all told in this like really campy fucking nutty uh, movie that like makes left hand turns at every single corner it gets to. It's oh, wild. Sheesh. I had a great time watching it. I really did. All right. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be watching that one, but. We, uh, yeah. I'll, re- I'll, I'll listen to your talking horror on it when you eventually do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, so that I really enjoyed that. Um, I think that's real. Oh, we finished the circle, uh, season five. Oh, mm. It was really great. We finished that today. Um, man, I love the circle so much. I think it's a great game show. For those of you who know, it's on Netflix. Um, it's essentially these people who are put into an apartment complex. They each get their own space. They are take like their own individual apartment. Um, their, their cell phones and everything is taken away and they are put into something called the circle. It's a social media created specifically for this, um, game show and they all talk to each other some people are catfish some people just play themselves and then after all the communicating and the dms and all that every episode they rank who their favorites are who they like the most and then the bottom influence the bottom people get kicked out and the top people become influencers and potentially get certain powers um it's awesome we um, jamie and i love it all right yeah you've talked about that for a while now i should probably check it out we we enjoy it a lot um cool Shall we get um, into The Last of Us? We shall. All right. So first, let's get into Nerdverse Customs. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet, and I'm going to see the world. Let me see your identification. This week, we're headed into The Last of Us sector of the Nerdverse. All right. This is a bigger one. We're, we're getting into The Last of Us Customs. And, like, let's just start with, like, what are your stamps and why? How many, like, have you played the video game? Do you know anything about this? this? Is your first experience with it? So this is this is a, this is a brave new land. Um, I'm going to say no stamps be, other than, of course, seeing the show. I've, since I watched it, I, of course, d- deep dove into finding out more about it because I wanted to know. So now I know a little bit more about... Like I didn't, I haven't watched a whole playthrough, but I've seen a little bit more of the 
playthrough for the intro. Mm -hmm. So I know like some of the things that they kept the same and how it kind of goes similarly and what doesn't and what they change. So I know a little bit more than the person who just watched that first episode, but not much. So I'm going to say none. Um, I'm a newbie here. Uh, but, and I have not had anything spoiled for me. I didn't even know, obviously this is your spoiler alert, alert, alert. This is your spoiler alert. Um, I, I didn't know what would happen. Like Justin knew something happens to Sarah. I did not know that, Mm -hmm. but he didn't know what happened to her Okay, and when. So I, I really had nothing spoiled you. Um, I know all of it. I've watched the playthrough of I've, I've never played it, played it, but I've watched the playthroughs of uh, the first video game and the sequel video game. Mm-hmm. Amy and I talk about this video game all the time and like the emotional journey these characters go on. Um, I would say it's one of my favorite narratives just because it is completely unexpected. And you'll see as they do the twists and turns, but like the directions, they ch- it doesn't feel cliche. The, the directions that they choose to go in in terms of how they're telling these characters' stories. You're talking about how, in the game? In the game. Yeah. Is just like, it's not what you expect in, in the best way possible. I Oh, sorry. I also heard that it's really cool, because so, I know you love Zelda. It's a very, but it's more so, a more exp, it's very exploratory. Like you have to open mm-hmm. every drawer and you have yeah. to look in every, which I love. Mm-hmm. So that's really exciting. And I also think uh, correct me if i'm wrong but you the players could be sarah at the beginning and so the fact that she dies was kind of a shock to eat to all the players as well right when you were Uh, watching the playthrough yeah you can play different characters at certain different points but it tells you who to play as you don't get to choose got it but maybe the assumption is like well if i get to play her like she's not gonna die right yeah sure sure um yeah, and I and I well first let me ask you in the world of zombie apocalypse we're not going to not going to call them zombies cuz they're not really zombies. First of all, what do you look for in a show cuz you are the horror master? What do you look for in these like apocalyptic type for lack of a better word zombie <laughs> mushroom zombies a story? And also, would you rather be bitten or just die. Um, okay, so first I I would give myself five or six stamps. Oh right, sorry. One. Oh, rant, sirens alert. I'm getting arrested. Brian didn't go through customs correctly. Uh, okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, I would say I have about six. Um Wow. Only because I've watched it and I've talked about me. it and I know about it, like and all that stuff. So there's I would say that it was I have six Joel watches. Um oh. but uh yeah, I would uh, – okay, lots of questions. So in a zombie movie show, I'm looking for a couple things. Something unique, something I haven't seen before, whether that's with a character or the zombies or something that makes it stand out. Two, I'm looking for characters that I could really um, engage with, that I can really relate to or not even relate to. Just find deeply engaging and I can connect to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something that I'm interested in. Uh, when I when I look at a zombie movie or something to that effect, I also no longer enjoy the portion of movies where it's like 
I don't believe you or I can't believe this is happening. If you're not just jumping right into people accepting that this is happening, then I don't I don't need 20 minutes of like that was weird that that person was doing this. You know what I mean? That and that's was, a point for this show, right? Because they don't they don't do that, do they? No. Like Oh, great. Yeah. Because at least they jump into the action of it at the beginning. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's there's no like 25 minutes of like Joel and Sarah like wondering like, "Oh, this is weird." Like it's like literally 5 <laughs> just minutes. Just ignore it. Yeah, like the dog weirdly looking at the oh, woman in the chair, the like stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I would say that that is something I look for. I need to get right into the story. Um, but yeah, and I also need a satisfying ending. And and satisfying does not mean people survive. Satisfying means that it serves the narrative that they're trying to tell. Um, yeah. One of my favorite zombie movies of all time um, is 28 Days Later. Some people may not consider it a zombie movie, um, they, but I, I definitely – it definitely is a zombie movie. I haven't seen it, but I have heard of it as a zombie movie. Ooh, it's so good. I know. Um, I probably should just watch it now. I'm very brave, brave, brave now. That's a good one. There's a lot of great – like the Dawn the, – actually, the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead remake is really good. Um, this uh, one gives me I Am Legend – meets like quiet place kind of sure yeah a little bit the i am legend maybe it's because like it's in a metropolitan city i don't know yeah. but i also haven't seen station 11 which i know that that probably that's has... different yeah because that's virus people dying as opposed to zombies i like i like these stories because i love to see what happens to society when like the guardrails are taken mm-hmm, away mm-hmm. um this is I, more walking dead yes it's walking, but Walking Dead was more like the people are worse than the z- zombies, and I don't know if we're gonna go there. Wait, was, I mean, of course that's kind of like the commentary, but I don't oh, think yeah. it's as strong yet. So I I will say this for our listeners and for you, Joanna, I will not talk about anything b- about outside of the episode. Meaning, like, like oh, you're like, you're letting us know for safety for you safety purposes. I will never, ever, ever, ever say like, well, this is going to happen this season, or Thank like, you. well, what happens in season two? Like, I or like an episode. It's in, in oh, I believe you game. because you know I don't want to be spoiled. So. No, I will not do any of that stuff at all. And we'll all. cut it if you accidentally do, and yeah, I'll just no. never forgive you. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Well, so let's just pass it to you. Like, as as a non video game player. What did you think of this this hour and a half premiere of The Last of Us? I thought it was great. Um, it's scary uh, for sure. I loved the choice to show to go back and like to like the the late sixties. It was a good choice of the year because that's often looked at as like one of the worst years in our American history. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, not considering the, the, the local years, but right. um, it that was great. And like in the seventies, you know, people really discover global warming is real for real, for real. So that's kind of awesome. Um, it was just a really riveting beginning. It was great exposition. I think I just love like the, the, the storytelling was subtle. They told us so much without telling us so much, like seeing the veteran bumper sticker, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the use of the handheld camera, was scary like the kid in the class with the tremor again it's just it's just it it unsettles you enough and tells you things without like really telling you things and i and i know that the game apparently is an airborne disease right and this is a change to not do it that way right in the show 
because in in the in the movie in the we video don't want to see Pedro in masks anymore. <laughs> exactly. So in the movie, it's spores in the air. Excuse me. In the in the video game, it's spores in the air. I um, prefer this. For, for, sure. for this medium, yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just so great not to have to watch people in like gas masks the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? So speaking on yeah. that, something that I saw online, I did not put this together, but they say that like, did you hear what's happening in Jakarta? Is this the flower? Yeah, the flower thing. So for those of this you who don't know. This could be cool. So for those of you who don't know, um, they mentioned Jakarta. Jakarta is like the, one of the biggest um, processors of flour in the world. And then Joel and Ellie do not eat flour this entire time in this episode. So Just for talk instance, about doing it and then don't. Yeah, so like they were going to have the pancakes. They end up not having those. He didn't buy the cake. They didn't have the cake. She did not accept the cookie. They didn't have the cookie. Well, raisin cookies. Raisins. I mean, get, yeah. get fucked. No one's accepting those. I li- I do like oatmeal raisin cookies. I like oatmeal. You like oatmeal. So there's a time and a place, but sure, no other raisins. Fine. And then um, the last one is that Joel says he's on Atkins, like the no car. Hysterical. That, you know, yeah. A great so, nod to the early 2000s. And, 100%. And yes. a great flower little wink. Yeah, yes. yeah, definitely loved love 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 that um i also really enjoyed i mean the scariest part one of them was like the soft the soft nagini coming out of bathilda in the off uh focus when sarah's over at the neighbor's house and she's like oh it was very like Mm -hmm. like nagini coming out of bathilda um that was terrifying but again it's just like subtle and we just learned so much about her you know we see a little bit more of what, she, you know, what she's doing day to day and how much she takes care of him and the decision. I mean, that's not a decision. It's the game, but to have him be someone who has been in, in the military and, you know, something that he, the very thing he's been trained to uphold is the thing that, you know, destroys mm-hmm. him and destroys Sarah. So that is just like, Oh, it really makes you feel for Joel in a very short amount of time. It's devastating. Totally devastating. And this this reminds me, do you want to die by being shot or do you want to get bitten and stay alive but you're you're one of those fungus monsters? Um It's the same thing to me in It some is. Ways. I just don't want I just don't want to know I'm getting bitten. I'd rather just lights out. Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess I would prefer to not turn, if you will. And then I know I'm going to turn other people. I don't want to do that. Yeah, if that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. So wait, so what did you think? Before oh, we I keep think, going? Uh, no, I thought it was spectacular. I think that this is the greatest video game adaptation of all time. And we've only seen the first hour and a half because it is loyal while being its own thing at the same time. It does not trying nice. to change what it is, but also the narrative in the original video game is so strong and so good that you don't need to adapt these things. I don't think this would have been adapted well at, because the video game is like 90 hours or some, whatever that mm-hmm. it is like you can't not 90 hours, but you know what I mean? Like it's a long time. You can't, you can't do this in anything other than a TV show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and damn, is it good? It's so well acted. It's so well put together. It's just like, even though I know what's going to happen, at least the major plot points, I'm still deeply invested in these characters. And especially because I knew what was going to happen to Sarah in this episode and how and whatnot. Like I hated falling in love with her again. Yeah. It was like, I was like, no, stop 
this actress does, has such a hard job to do. Yeah, shout out to Thandie Thandy Way Newton's daughter. Yeah, you have to just be deeply charming and awesome in these like moments, and then um, and and knowing it's just like it's a real real bummer. Um, I really like the second. Uh, Bella Ramsey is an amazing Ellie. Like just like embodies that her. character yeah. so so much. Um, I can, we only get a little piece of her in this episode. Um, and I feel I'm, I'm really excited to see more of that. And also there was, um, if you watched the after, uh, stuff, what, like I didn't, Oh, they stay. So they, what they mentioned. So after every episode, they have like little interviews that they did inside with, like, the episode. Yeah. Or um, something they mentioned is that when, when Joel, you know, hits the person at the beginning and, and, and kills them or hurts them. Sarah is just like shocked that her father can do this. And like, he's just like really scared and telling, look away, looks away and all of that. But then when he attack, he has the PTSD of, he needs the, the, has to protect Sarah again at the end of this episode, you know, um, Ellie is looking and like getting excited by it. She likes it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she loves that someone is standing up for her and like, and when he does that. So like the differences between, you know, these, the differences not only between, um, Sarah and Ellie, but the difference is between Joel at that time and Joel at this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to ask you, do you, uh, obviously the show is coming at a safe distance, but we are all in a way we've lived through elements of this. What was really hard to watch, but in a good way, it wasn't like, I'm so tired of this, like glass onion. Um, it was like, that that feeling when everything shut down, the claustrophobia, the like, can I go outside? Things are closing down early today. Someone coughs and everyone's like, are you sick? Mm-hmm. You know, what can I touch? What have I touched? That feeling, of course, there was no explosions, thank God. And there was no like people screaming and cars running into people. But that feeling of the initial day um, in 2023 that they showed Oh, it was like an extra 2003. What did I say? 20, 2023, 2023, the, the, no, no, 2023. Oh, right. 2003. Yes. Right. Right. Um, the, that was extra spicy because of what, or it wasn't spicy. The extra just sort of another whole other level to it because of what we've all done. Um, it did not affect me in any way for two reasons. One, I had seen it already in the video game. So, like, I knew what True. was kind of coming. But Did two, you play this game before or after the pandemic? Just curious. We, uh... Or watched it. We played. watched all of it. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, curious. Okay. Um, uh... I think a little bit but of Naughty both. Dog... What is it? Not, not Naughty Dog. Nodding Dog. Whatever the company that makes it. They made it before 2020. The first game. I think the second game yes. came out in 2020, 2021 or huh. something like that. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'll look that up. Uh, but um, yeah, I uh, – and I and to, to finish the question there, uh, I have seen um, a lot more crazy pandemic-esque stuff that is more yeah. effective in relating it to the way that we um, – experienced it so one would argue a more uncomfortable way that's not that enjoyable to watch Uh, this was still enjoyable to me um uh uh, station 11 
is closer to what we went through and that's yeah. a little bit more um scary scary uh there's some other stuff that i i watched that like like uh I, that i watched the new horror movie sick Oof. the slasher movie during april 2020 of the pandemic so like that was a little bit more triggering uh in general this one isn't because to me it's still a zombie movie more than it is like a pandemic movie so this game intro was very similar to the this uh, live action was very similar to the game intro, isn't it? Like, isn't she like wearing the same shirt and like yes. there's a lot of and the mm-hmm. watch and all that stuff all that. is there. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just Wonderful. just to talk about it, uh, the Last of Us video game came out in 2013. Oh wow, a lot of time before the pandemic. Uh. Yeah, and then uh the sequel uh came out in um oh let me look for that uh i'll I'll look for it now while Um, while you're speaking of that i really loved to speak on the element of like foraging 2020 sorry 2020 2020 okay Mm -hmm. um great way to pass the time in the pandemic so Um, oh so the to answer your question Sorry, I didn't mean to cut out. To answer your yeah. question, I watched them during the pandemic because the second one came out and Jamie started watching the playthrough of it. And I was I got like very into it. So we stopped. She stopped. We went back and watched the whole, entire first one. So what we did was we watched a playthrough of somebody playing through the entire game. No commentary. We just watched it as one long like you know, 10 hour movie or whatever it is. And then we started the second one and watched oh the second God. one on YouTube as like one 10 hour movie. Again, no commentary. We were just watching it, but it's such a good narrative. And there are so many amazing, incredible cutaway sequences that it, it's yeah. just, it's fantastic. I liked how he asked for the bag back. Cause that was really, I don't know. It just shows the level of foraging that they're all doing in it. And it reminds me of like when you hunt in games for like bits and bobs that yeah. you're like, I can make something out of this. I mean, that's literally this game. You're looking for like yeah. cogs and wheels and stuff. Cause then you can upgrade your weapons. Right. Hmm. So, um, I also, uh, you know, I thought it was a really great choice to, to like have Sarah lead us into the beginning of the story. Then the kid leads us into the apocalyptic era of the story. Mm. And then we get Ellie. Um, what? So yeah, let's talk about uh, Bell Ramsey a little bit. So I typically am nervous about these, these youngsters, like, you know, this kind of character, this, like, what do we call her? Like the young, like the, the young with gumption, plucky, like sure. cub. Um, obviously, we know her from the Game of Thrones and we loved her and she was such a hit. And I can already tell that she's not annoying because this character can get annoying really fast. Yeah, that type of character for sure. Yeah. But I think she's really well cast and already I'm, I'm not annoyed by her at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm glad about that because I was yeah. a little nervous. Totally. I and I like showing her obsession with the knife because it really, again, it, about telling us things without really telling us them. Mm-hmm. We see that she's obviously, she's like so obsessed with getting her weapon back. Like she's had to fight for stuff mm-hmm. and that's clear. So I guess without giving anything away, just tell me if I'm, if I'm understanding it correctly. So she, is she the, um, this disease has now morphed and she was born into it. So is she the first wave of people that may have, that may have, um, 
like the very like sh- she's in the variant land that is not affected by the first strand like she's she can be healed or she is not as far as we know able to turn she was bitten and nothing happened to her do you want me to you want me to say it I guess I want to say, am I am I getting that correctly from what they're trying to tell us by her scar that's like covered up? So this is what I'll say. I don't know what the show is trying to do with it, but that's exactly what they're trying to say. Okay, that she was born during it, so she might be. I, I, I'm the not new even stage. Gonna, I'm new not phase. I'm not even going to talk about like when she was born, how she was born. Like I don't okay. like that stuff. All that's all, true. We don't know any of yeah, that. That's true. All that I will say and understand is that like. She is not affected the way that other people are affected by, you know, this fungus monster. Okay, that is cool. Um, can you also tell me, I don't think this is spoilers, this is going on all over, like, every city that looks like Boston. Oh, They're yeah, over. yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah okay. this is everywhere. Mm-hmm. I really like, again, because it's not airborne, so in the game, like, is... There must be less people, or no? No, it depends. No, not necessarily. But in the game, when you're close to, you don't have to wear your mask the whole time. It's only when you see the start to see the spores in the air. Got it. I'm actually feeling like I played this game when I was babysitting a little boy in the Upper East Side. I'm remembering the spores in the air now. Um, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, I think I love the intro. Gives me the creeps. Intro's great. Fungus is just not fun things to think about. The idea of this fungus is actually very terrifying. Fungus is really creepy anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. See, the intro's great, and I'm totally locked in for the rest. And and again, just glad to have Pedro with a a Grogu. Without the mask, yeah. But he's also excellent in this. He really embodies the Joel character that I've fallen in love with um, in the video game. Um, he's, I'm just like so excited that they're nailing it. And this season is only nine episodes. I'm super excited for it all. Um, my understanding is that this season is all of the first game. Um, and then I think I've heard that too. And then what I've understood is that if they did a season, if if it gets picked up, which listen, this was the second highest um, premiere ever for yeah. This is doing really HBO. well. The reviews so like, are really high. Yeah. So my my assumption, at the very least, is that they will get picked up for a season two. My and, and what I hear is that if they do it, they're going to split the second game into the two uh, seasons. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Prolong it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think also. Yeah. I mean, again, it's the storytelling is just really good, and it sounds like the narrative and the games were really strong, so this all makes sense. But yeah. I mean, just the choice to have. Joel pick up the boy from the truck. It shows how much he has walled himself off. Yeah, absolutely. Like carrying the kid the same way that he carried his daughter at the beginning of the first episode. Yeah, it's like so. It's like subtle, but so like oh, gut punch because you just know. As someone who didn't know, like, were you shocked when Sarah died? Were you shocked when they flash forward all those years? Did you expect something like that? I know that you said Justin kind of knew, but didn't. Well, I definitely expected the flash. I definitely expected us to see that I, I knew it was an apocalyptic story. So I definitely, and I've seen like the trailer. So like, I knew that we were going to get to, we're going to get a, what, how it happened, which I love. I love seeing like how it starts and then how it ends up. So that I knew I kind of guessed, uh, obviously, honestly, from when Sarah 
like goes to the neighbor's house and like with mercy and i'm like please just leave the dog at home can you just let like dogs Mm -hmm. are the best and they know everything um i was scared i didn't for some reason i thought she was protected from getting bitten so i was kind of feeling like this is gonna be just awful if we have to watch her get bit except especially after we watch her we watch what happens to someone as they are feasted upon mm-hmm. like the neighbor yeah um right and the flower the neighbor eats the biscuits that was the completion of that flower story mm-hmm. um right, right, right so i i guess i i'm trying to remember like <sighs> no i didn't think it was gonna go this way when when the gunman is is at them i i was like oh this could be bad and then of course when he shoots i'm like oh i bet he gets just sarah and not him mm-hmm. but no i didn't know I was hoping we wouldn't have to see her get bit because it's so disgusting. But I no, I didn't know. And then I knew he'd end up with Ellie. So I knew something happens to her. Sure. Because Ellie is like the stand-in, you know, from then on and his reason to like live again. But yeah, I, I didn't expect it to be the kind of this fungus thing. I, I just didn't expect that at all. Yeah. So here's a question as w- another question for you. Um, oh no, one thing is, uh, so Merle Dandridge, who plays that Firefly leader, was mm-hmm. the voice of that character in the video game. Love, and I love her from something, and I don't remember what it is. She's on a show that I really like, uh, or she's in a movie. Well, she, she's obviously, I saw her in... Um, she's theater, I know. Right, uh, but she was in, she played a cop in something recently. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she, I looked it up too, and I've already forgotten. She was in, so she was on. Uh, she was on the flight attendant. Did you watch the flight attendant? Oh, I did. Uh, how do you spell her name? M e r l e d a n. Yeah, she'll probably come up then. Um, no, there was something big. Sons of flight anarchy. Attendant. Sons of anarchy. I guess it's just the flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, she's she's fabulous. Yeah, she is. Um. And yeah, the fireflies, that's what they're called, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be curious to see like how that all goes. But um, so I guess are we, ass- I- I'm assuming, I guess you don't have to confirm or deny that the next step is like they have to get to Tommy and they're out in the wild basically. And they, and they don't know what has, what has morphed through evolution of this disease because they've been able to keep this all out of their little world i'm not gonna so say we're going out to the wild wild west well i think it's fairly obvious i mean, I mean now we're in the wild looking we for hear Tommy. yes and we and then they do that big pullback at the end with the 80s music which is you know danger we hear it, it reminded me of stranger things where sure. the demogorgons are like out there on the prowl like right. we definitely hear like shrieking of yes. like ah, i'm so scared oh so what was the thing that we saw in the basement like a person in the wall with the fungus what was that um remember when they run across and it's like oh and he's yeah. against the wall mm-hmm. you guys can't see that at home but it's like oh no. um was that somebody like what was that um i i i don't want to I, I want the show to kind of reveal itself to all you right all right this is fun though i'm glad that you know things and i don't because this is fun to watch you not be able to spoil things and me asking you questions yeah it's just great podcasting i'm not gonna, um, i'm not gonna do any of that stuff it's fine um all right Well, nerds, drugs. 
I sell hardcore drugs. And we hope you had as much fun as we did. And we hope you'll join us next week for another episode chatting about The Last of Us and a little bit of The Bid Bitch. As a small universe and a multiverse of other nerd verses, the subscriptions, follows, and reviews are super important for us to grow. So be sure to subscribe to The Nerd with Sir Chuan and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And follow along on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at The Nerdverse Pod. Thank you so much for listening and keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. And remember, if you tell me to look for the light, then I'll break your jaw. (laughs) 